1: What's up, guys? This is the Talking the Star podcast. I'm back, and I'm your host, Connor Livesey here with both my co-hosts today, Dalton Miller and Cole Patterson. Uh, I was out last week on vacation, living the good life down in Florida. I don't know if we consider that the good life anymore, but uh, I was down there, so the guys handled the podcast, did a great job, as always, picking up my slack. Uh, but we are back today, and if you have listened, if you have subscribed to the Blogging the Boys podcast feed, you would probably know that we are doing a joint 53-man roster prediction between all of the podcast shows. Uh, we are going through each position group um, and doing the 53-man roster prediction as training camp approaches. Uh, today, we are going to c- continue that uh, that uh, chapter, and we are going to knock out the running backs, the wide receivers, and the tight ends in this 53-man roster prediction. Before we get started, how are you guys doing today?
2: Doing pretty well, man. Um
1: how about y'all? I'm living. Connor,
3: how big was that uh that largemouth you caught down there? Because it, it looked, even though you were holding it yeah. out to make it look bigger, it did look <laughs> pretty nice. It was did
1: five and a half. Five
3: and a half? Okay. Five and a half,
1: five and a quarter. Yeah, it's
3: a decent little bass right there. Uh mm. where uh where just quickly, where were you in Florida that you were fishing? Lake
1: Okeechobee.
3: Okay. Where what what part of Florida is that?
1: Um, we were in Southwest Florida. Uh, it was like an hour and a half from where we stayed. So the Lake Okeechobee is like the biggest, the second biggest lake body of water in the country and known for one, one of the best bass fishing lakes in the world. Gotcha.
3: So. Gotcha. You. So you were, we were, uh, you were, uh, the, um, oh, the golf side. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. We
1: were, we were near Sanibel Fort Myers beach and we drove, we drove an hour and a half to get to Lake Okeechobee, and it was probably the worst time of the year to go because it's been so hot. Once that water temperature gets up, the fish kind of start to go a little dormant. But yep. still, you get the opportunity to go fish a lake like that. We couldn't pass that up. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Haven't gotten COVID yet, thank goodness. Knock on wood. So we're, uh, we're trying to stay healthy. We're trying to get to football season. And it sounds like we're going to get there. Uh, baseball season's having some... Um, some issues and we're hoping that the NFL can kind of work through and get past those but let's get started with this 53-man roster prediction running backs wide receivers tight ends Cole I'm going to open it up to you let's start with these running backs I know this one's going to be tough who do you got making the roster and let's uh let's go ahead and start with you Dalton we'll give your input and then we'll uh narrow it down
2: yeah okay um So for running backs, obviously, we know two for sure, Zeke and Tony Pollard. Um, Obviously, there's no debate there. We expect both to be big parts of Keller Moore and Mike McCarthy's offensive plan. Um, For that third running back, I think they're going to keep Darius Anderson, the undrafted free agent from TCU. I think he um, has some playmaking ability as a backfield and as a receiver, and I think he grabs that third spot.
1: Yeah, and, you know, Jordan Chun was released, um, you know, recording this on Tuesday. It's going to be posted on Wednesday. Jordan Chun was released uh, on Tuesday. Um, he'd been dealing with a little bit of a nagging injury, they made it seem like, so he was released on an injury designation, uh, but he will not be with the team when training camp rolls around. So that was one back kind of in the fold that is no longer there. Dalton, do you have anything that you disagree with there or would like to add? Um, I Dude, I – it's going to be really interesting because
3: I think at the end of the day, Jameez Olawale is probably going to be the third guy behind Pollard and Elliott, but he was a part of the old crew or the, the old coaching staff. So I'm wondering if you know a, a guy like Siwo, who is a, a really good athlete and really big um, and has some decent hands, if he can possibly fight Jameez Olawale for that third spot, that fullback spot, or if they just go and say screw it and say we're going to go single back most of the time and if we want a full back in we'll Don run it will no we'll run like well, we'll run Ezekiel Elliott oh. and Tony Pollard in the backfield at the same time because at the end of the day listen Ezekiel Elliott is one of the best running backs in the NFL there's no debating that but he is probably the best blocking back in the NFL and i think that that's you know running back fullback I think that he is that guy. Um, As a pass protector, as a run blocker, we've seen it. Uh, We saw it last year for Tony Pollard, and having his running ability and Pollard's um, you know, kind of getting that that split-back look um, in the shotgun is something that I think that they could use to their advantage really well. Um, And then, you know, if they go that way, maybe you see a guy like Darius Anderson, who has a little bit of pop um, as the third back. Uh, But I, I think that they probably do keep a fullback, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have a lot of fun uh debating CWO um, and Jamie is at that third spot. I, I I'm gonna kind of, you know, let you guys kinda of push this away because I really I, I don't have a clue.
1: Yeah, from a financial standpoint it makes a ton of sense to go with CWO because they're not I mean Jameis isn't a cheap fullback option. I think he's making a little bit of money, um, and if we're looking at a you know roster standpoint from next year with the salary cap possibly taking a dip, you know you almost you almost got to make smart moves like that to save a couple million here and there, and that would be a spot that you could do it at. It's not going to really hurt you. Um, but yeah, I'm with you guys. You know Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. Um, I do think Darius Anderson makes the roster, and then I think that that fullback spot is going to come down to the money. Um, you know, they got a veteran guy in Oluwole, and then they got a rookie who's making little to nothing in Sewo out of TCU, so that one could be interesting, but let's go ahead and uh, figure out exactly what we're going to do.
3: So do you guys think they carry four total?
1: I do. I think they carry three yeah. runners and then the fullback. Me too. Just because I know how much McCarthy likes to use two running back looks, you know, with Pollard and Zeke, you know, I, I, I'm not saying they are, but I think that.
3: Yeah, my thing with that is if they're going to run two running back looks, you better be taking Blake Jarwin off the field, not any of those wide receivers. Oh, I agree. And that's kind of the issue that I have with this entire situation is, I mean, they have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to offensive weapons, uh, which we will obviously get into more throughout this. Uh, But I I don't – man, I don't know. I think that they could go with three overall. Go a little bit weak there, and stash Darius Anderson on the practice squad, and then if there's a, a um, if there's a, a an injury, then they can bring him up off the the practice squad. So I, I don't know. Maybe they go four just because of the the COVID situation, and you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, people,
3: again, One of the running backs really likes to go have fun, and I, I don't know if that's going to continue, <laughs> you know, during the season. I would expect it not to, um, but. I, Maybe they do keep four for for that reason. I don't know. The old
1: staff used to always keep four. It seemed like it. Yeah. Felt. So so it's just that's something we're not necessarily familiar with. We don't know. We'd have to probably go back and look and see what McCarthy did in Green Bay with the runners and how many he had. But uh. All right, let's put it down to a vote. We got Zeke and Pollard. Um, Dalton, are you going to vote to keep three, or are you going to go? And, and remember, this is what we we're predicting the team actually does, not what we would do. So, Dalton, I'm going to give your vote. Are you going to go with three or four?
3: I think it's probably going to end up being four. I, I think it makes sense to make it three and then carry three quarterbacks. Um, but I just don't know if at the end of the day they're going to do that. I think that there's a really good chance they can stash uh, Danucci on the practice squad, anyways. I would hate to lose them, um, but I, I think that they end up probably going four. Uh, it just comes down to, you know, we can have a quick conversation about which one uh, which one of right. the fullbacks they keep.
1: Yeah, Cole, you, you're going to be on board with four, too, it sounds.
2: Yeah, I think they keep four with the fullback.
1: Okay, I'm going with four as well. My vote is Zeke Elliott at the top, Tony Pollard behind him, Darius Anderson. And this is where it gets tough, but... I'm gonna have to say that they might stick with Jamiz Alawale just as a veteran uh player on that offense. Um I probably wouldn't do that personally, but um you know, it sounds like the front office is are fans of him after giving him a decent deal uh just a year ago. So I'll let you guys battle it out between the deciding votes for the third and fourth spot.
2: I think I have the exact same points as you do. I don't I don't have any disagreements there. Well, Dalton,
1: shut up because your opinion doesn't matter.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, I was going to go out here and say I agree with you, but I'm just going (laughs) to
3: say screw you now.
1: All right, so we got Zeke at the top, Tony Pollard, Gary Sanderson, Jameez Olawale as the four running backs. Let's move on to these wide receivers before we take a break. Um, This is going to be interesting because we've seen in the past they like to keep five. Last year they kept six. You could really make the case that they could even take seven this year. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, but I think you could make a case for it. Uh, Dalton, I'm going to start with you on this one. Um, anything surprising you kind of see with this wide receiver depth chart? I mean, you got your big three at the top, and then after that, it's kind of a, a crapshoot on who could make it, who's going to slide in where. Um, where are you kind of thinking they go with that fourth, fifth, and possibly sixth or seventh uh, spot on the wide receiver depth chart?
3: You know that's a great question, Connor. I think it's gonna end up probably being. Uh, so we had um, Stephen Gidry, or is it Gidry? Right. Yes. Um, he yes. backed out, um, taking the the money and sitting out. Uh, I have no issues with anybody who doesn't want to play no. this year. Um, I think. Ted, let's, let's.
1: Can we talk about that real quick though? Because like, I mean, I'm with you. I don't care. Yeah. You know. Oh, you I gotta think it, I you think got to make a guys, disc- Yeah, and I think for
3: these guys at the end of the roster, I, I think doing this is a fantastic idea. Really? You, you get well, yeah, because you get your 150k and and especially I uh, know when I don't I'm doing. think he's
2: eligible for that. Re- uh, I think Ar- is it? I think I think Archer said he's not eligible. Oh, so he's just UDFA. not UDFA's aren't eligible. Is what it said. Okay.
1: But can't you see like? Don't you see the one coach or multiple coaches in the NFL that like look at a rookie coming in and making that decision? I'm not saying I think this way, but can't you see an NFL coach, an old school coach being like, yeah, oh, this guy hasn't earned yeah. anything yet and he thinks he's, you know, he can sit out like, yeah. and then it hurts him. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: And at the end of the day, these guys have such quick turning, uh, earning potential. I mean, they have most guys, you know, the average career is, is three years in the NFL, so... Um, I, I think that it, it's a like it's a massive decision to do this, and I think you know when you have guys, uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, they had a is it was it Westry or was it Worley? Um, or, no, no, it was Kennedy, right? That, yeah. That Kennedy. I think guys like Kennedy who might have a better opportunity to make the team right. next year. Right. I think that it makes sense for him to sit out. Yeah, I, agree. Um, I agree. But you know, for, for yeah, for these young guys, it's it's a massive decision.
2: Um. They did I have like a, they do have a newborn baby too, so I think that probably played a role in it as well. Yeah, no, I Yeah, yeah, um,
3: yeah,
2: it definitely is a risk. Um, and
3: I, and I don't know what the right answer is for these yeah. young guys, and right. I'm, I'm at the end of the day, I'm not going to pretend like I do, you know. Right. Um, but I, I think Sed's going to be your fourth guy. I think Sed is uh, the, the kind of guy who can play all three spots, um, and I think that that really adds value to him. Hopefully, he's able to stay healthy. Uh, man, you know I would love to see Noah Brown make the team <laughs> and, you know, kick Jameez, kick Siwoo off the off the squad. Use him as your your H-back, fullback type guy. Uh, but I don't know if they'll do that. Um, I think that he was a part of the old regime. So guys like Devin Smith. Um, Devin Smith is a guy I think that has a really good shot. Um, and then Aaron Parker. And I do think at the end of the day they, they probably carry six. So it's kind of, for me... Um, between Aaron Parker and, and Kendrick Rogers. For that sixth spot? For that sixth spot, yeah.
1: So go through your six one more time.
3: It'll be the top three have Cooper, right. um, Gallup, and Lamb, Bet right. Wilson, Devin Smith is probably going to be the fifth guy. You know, he,
1: he showed a, a couple things. Yeah, there's that. no reason not to keep him at the bottom of the...
3: Yeah, um, and then after that, I think it's probably, you know, Aaron Parker or Kendrick Rogers. It just all comes down to to what type, uh, not what type of player, uh, because they kind of do similar things uh, when it comes to, you know, playing big, um, being that physical receiver, Um, but if they want that, then maybe they they do stick with Noah Brown, because at the end of the day, Noah Brown is still a really young player. Right. Um, It's just, I don't know what he's done with his body, Um, I don't know if he's kind of you know, lost a little bit of weight and moved back towards the you know the wide receiver frame, or if he's gained weight and is a, a little bit of a tweener still. I, I I just don't know. I haven't seen the guy.
1: Right. Cole, do you have any uh anything different there? I mean, we didn't even talk about a guy like Vintel Bryant who spent time on the roster last year, uh, caught a touchdown late in the year, um, did have an arrest over the the off season, which probably did not help his case, but he is a guy that played with the team for the latter part of the year last year um, you know do you kind of see the same amount of numbers that Dalton had and do you have any uh, other additions that you'd like to bring up as a potential uh, make for the roster
2: um, not really I think I agree with Dalton I think they keep um, obviously you have three locks and I do think Cedric Wilson's a pretty close to a lock if he isn't already there uh, I think Devin Smith's definitely that fifth guy he Obviously, he had that big touchdown against Washington. And, I don't know, there's really no harm in keeping him on the roster. You see what you have in him. And I do think Aaron Parker grabs that sixth spot. But it will be interesting to see if um, they like Kendrick Rogers, if he can kind of live up to some of the potential he showed out in college. um, Or if they want to keep Noah Brown around, um, keep him in the building. But I do think if I was picking one for that sixth spot, I would go with Aaron Parker. And I do think they do keep six receivers. I'm
1: with you guys. I think they keep six as well. Um, The only thing I can think of that they do different from what you guys are saying, uh, because I do think the top three are locks. Uh, Cedric Wilson's probably that lock at four. I don't see why they would go in a different direction with Devin Smith. The only wonder, thing I'm wondering is if possibly that sixth guy, maybe they look to guy, grab a guy that's released uh, late in training camp or something like that um, to maybe just give you a, you know, a, you know, I hate to say we're upgrading at the the fifth or sixth wide receiver spot, but one of these veteran receivers could get cut and it could be a situation where if Mike Carthy or Kellen Moore maybe has some familiarity with them, maybe they could go in a direction like that. Um, well, what do you
2: think about if they were like to inquire about Taylor Gabriel?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's still guys on the street too, like you said, that that you you could reach out to. You know, we've talked about Tavon Austin being yeah. on Possible. Yeah, possib- so there's still guys out there that – you know, might just be waiting it out, seeing kind of how training camp starts, seeing if one of those injury happens, and then going from there, because, I mean, again, I'm always I like these young, like, I like Aaron Parker a lot coming out of Rhode Island. I think he could be a, a very you know good developmental player, but something like Dalton said earlier, like, that's also a guy you could probably stash on your practice squad and not yeah. get stolen from you, so if you can upgrade your roster with a better player that can help you in 2020 and not lose that player that would probably take that spot, then I'm all for that as well, so... That's just gonna come down to like you said, it do they do they like a player in free agency? Do they like a player that maybe they can trade a you know, conditional late round pick for and and upgrade as a bottom of the roster uh receiver that can maybe, you know, step in and do some more things for you? Because I mean I mean really, you know, the big three are are super strong, but we still haven't seen a ton from Cedric Wilson, we still haven't seen a ton from Devin Smith, and we haven't seen anything from, you know, Aaron Parker and Noah Brown's been hit or miss. So one big injury or, you know, two injuries at the top there, and you're really scrambling for production. So... Wouldn't be a bad idea, I don't think, to bring in a veteran guy to take one of those fifth or sixth spots um, just in case you do have an injury or just in case you, you know, you have something happen at the top of your your, your lineup there. So, um, but I'm going to go with six for now. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson, Devin Smith, and uh, I, I agree, you know, if it's going to come down to the guys who are on the roster right now, I think Aaron Parker has a really good shot uh, Is a young guy, uh, big body physical receiver that can come in, play multiple positions and, uh, you know, have good ball skills. So, I'm gonna go with the same six that you guys went with. Uh, let's take a break, and then we're gonna come back and talk about these tight ends. Um, we have a this is one could get a little interesting too, and it could have a lot of the same similarities that these uh these receivers had. So, we're gonna take a break. We will be right back. We are talking the star. <laughs>
3: Hey, this is Jack Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Property Podcast. we got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work
1: And we're back on the Talking the Star podcast. We are going through the 53-man roster prediction today. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe to the Blogging the Boys podcast feed on all your podcast networks because this is what we're doing this week. Uh, all the shows are going through. Uh, they're picking the, the, the 53-man roster at each position. Uh, each show is doing a different position group. We have the running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends for you today, and the other shows are going to have the rest covered for you the rest of the week. Um, so we're going to go through. We went through the running backs. We had Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, Darius Anderson, and Jemez Olawale. And we just finished up the receivers. We ended with Michael Gallup, Mari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Devin Smith, Cedric Wilson, and Aaron Parker. And now it's time to move on to the tight ends. Um, you know, we we have we have some some interesting you know different ways we could go with this. Uh, we know Blake Jarwin's going to be at the top. He's going to take over for Jason Witten after a long, long career of, of being that starting tight end, the tight end one in Dallas. Uh, but it's a new new era in Dallas with that tight end position, and Blake Jarwin um, is ready for it. But after the, Blake Jarwin, it gets very interesting. Uh, Cole, I'm going to start with you on the tight ends. Uh, we know Blake Jarwin's going to going to be there, but what do you have, and what are your thoughts on the spots behind him and how many guys they keep?
2: Yeah, so they – Picked up Blake Bell, and uh, I guess it was last month. We did a podcast just kind of talking about Blake Bell, what he can do for the run game as a blocker, what what kind of addition he would be to the team. I do think he'll be the tight end, too. Um, Obviously, we don't want to see too many two tight end sets with all the weapons we have at receiver and running back. But I do think Blake Bell would be a good option at tight end, too. I think he can block. He... Is a guy that can at least add a little bit as a receiver um, behind Blake Jarwin, so I think he is that uh, guy right behind him. And I think they keep Don Schultz on the roster as their tight end three. They obviously drafted him a couple years ago in the fourth round. Um, I think they're going to keep him, see what they got in him. And um, I think they keep those three guys. I don't really, I don't really think anybody else is a big challenger, but y'all could disagree with that.
3: No, I mean I'm. I actually, I think the order for me might be switched a little bit here. Uh, I I think that uh, Dalton Schultz is probably my tight end, too. Uh, Simply because I I think we kind of have a a misconception about how he's performed as a, a blocker. Um, I think that he's been better than, than, you know, we've kind of given him credit for, Um, just because, you know, he was kind of billed as, you know, a blocking tight end coming out of Stanford, Um, which he was, but he was still a little bit undersized, a little bit, you know, underpowered, but he's really kind of grown into himself a little bit, you know, in the past year. So, I think that, you know, he's probably a little bit better in that area than Blake Bell. Blake Bell, probably a little bit better receiver. At the end of the day, I don't want any of those guys on the field very often, anyways. Um, either of them. So, I yeah. Uh, two or three doesn't really matter to me all that much. Um, but Blake Jarwin is the guy. Um, congratulations to him, by the way, on getting engaged. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that they carry four. I don't think that there's any need. for yeah. Um, I like Charlie T, and I think Charlie T is a guy that you can uh, kind of snatch on the the practice squad and try to develop. Um, he's kind of fun, but I uh, I don't see anybody else you know making the 53.
1: Yeah, I I agree with uh with you Dalton. I think that you know I I think that that tight end too is going to be. You know, interchangeable. I think you might see Dalton Schultz with more reps one week, and then Blake Bell with more reps one week. Um, But I agree with what you guys were saying as far as, you know, not having a ton of two tight end sets, 12 personnel or 22 personnel on the field. That's the hope. You think you see a lot of uh, one uh, tight end uh, personnel packages with 11 or whatever. We don't want to see multiple tight ends on the field. That means we're we're making things hard on our offense. but you know, I, I talked to some people over the off season that said that Dalton Schultz was a little bit disappointed in the opportunities that he was given. Um, actually had a a player come in and coming into the league from Stanford that that kinda expressed that to me, that he was not, you know, talking a little bit about coming on the podcast, you know, we were kinda just chit chatting before and he said, Yeah, you know, I'm friends with Dalton, so you know, Dallas would be a great play for me to place for me to land and you know kinda of got in you know to a conversation with them in the green room about how you know he talked to Dalton and just felt like he was never given a real opportunity to, to do anything as a receiver and it's really true when you go back and kinda of look at when he's on the field they ran the ball, which is what we screamed about for weeks and weeks and weeks upon No, time. it
3: was predictable.
1: No <laughs> so so we're hoping – I'm hoping that maybe Schultz gets a little bit more of an opportunity to maybe showcase what he can do as a receiver because he had times at Stanford where he did show some ability as a pass catcher. Um, you know, it wasn't anything electric, but it was the Jason Witten, the the eight-yard hitch routes, the, the stuff across the middle of the field. Um, so we're hoping that – uh we're hoping that we see that. Like you guys said, Blake Bell's a guy who can do a little bit of both as well. Uh, Charlie Tamapu is a guy who we liked a lot at the senior bowl, um, a guy who we like as a developmental um, tight end as well, uh, has some fullback background as well, and he's really one guy that I kind of thought would be interesting maybe if they don't like any of these fullbacks, and maybe they see Charlie Tamapu as a, as a fourth tight end slash H-back. Um, that could be a Uh, spot there where if they want to carry four tight ends, they could carry four tight ends and then go light at that running back spot without a fullback.
3: I wouldn't mind that idea either, and I think that he might be the best player out of all those three when it comes to Jameez, Seawell and him.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, So, let's review real quick before we get out of here. Our our running back 53-man roster, depth chart prediction, whatever you want to call this, was Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, Darius Anderson, and Jameez Olawale Our wide receiver 53-man roster predictions last depth chart was Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Cedric Wilson, Devin Smith, and Aaron Parker. And then our tight end 53-man roster in depth chart prediction was Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz, and Blake Bell. And we threw the Charlie Tamapu kicker in there as a potential. Uh, we're not going to put him on the roster, but it could be a potential uh uh, you know, wrench thrown into things. If he does have a good training camp, um obviously they're not gonna have a preseason to really show, which is something I wanted to touch on in a podcast here soon. Some of these young guys are really gonna have to prove themselves in training camp because they're not gonna have those couple of preseason games to get a ton of reps and maybe make a few splash plays to change some people's minds. So uh we are weeks away from training camp. We're hoping this bad boy is gonna happen because we need it. I need this football season bad. It's selfish, but I'm going to be miserable if there's no football season.
2: I'm with you.
1: So. Yeah, I'm
3: going to start looking for uh, opportunities writing about golf if football doesn't <laughs> happen this
1: year because I can't,
3: I can't go not not watching some yeah. sport and talking about it and writing about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you guys. guys.
1: Yeah. i with you guys. So uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week as always. Uh, we are talking the star again. If you haven't, Go to your podcast feeds, your podcast networks that you use, and click that subscribe button. So much good content coming out at the Blogging the Boys podcast feeds by so many different voices. So click subscribe. Give us a good rating. Give us a good review. We will see you guys next time. We are Talking the Star.